A man who's won four New Zealand Cups as a trainer, doesn't have a runner this year, but has some very important undercard performers. Barry Purden will join us as well. So a lot to get through. Nathan Purden has very kindly joined us on the phone. A couple of days out from the big day, Nathan. This is why you and your family have been in the sport and at the top of it for so long. We love going to big race days and there's none bigger than Tuesday. Morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Greg. How's today gone? Because I know in the past, Sunday is a very important training day. It's generally the last day you put the fast work and the finishing touches on your charges. How's this morning unfolded? And all importantly, how's a cooter come through this week? Yeah, well, it's, it is a busy morning. That's uh, Every year it's a, it's a big, big day here and... Um, you know, just treated like every other day. But uh, all the horses seem good. Cooter worked um, really strong this morning, so he's in a very good place. To your eye, and more importantly, to your dad's eye, what have you guys discussed since his win at Kaikoura? And when you look at your father, when he looks at a cooter, are you getting that, yep, he's exactly where we need to be feeling? Yeah, he's definitely got the, the twinkle in the eye, that's for sure. He's, um, he he just looks a million bucks, and uh, from his, his last race to, to now, he's he just looks the part. Um, he, he's really trained on from that last race at, at uh, Kaikoura. So, yeah, no, he's um, just a, sort of a, a matter of ticking him over and, and uh, keeping him happy and, and sort of not backing off him to, uh, to keep him up to the task on Tuesday. Fourth in the race last year as, well, a three-year-old on paper, but as we know, the birth date did change. Uh, he's come up with a second-row draw. What were your initial thoughts about that? And although he's drawn whitish on the second row, he, he potentially could get a reasonable run through and, more importantly, get in front of what is his arch-rival on the tote anyway in Swayze. How, how did you feel when Saddlecloth number 15 was announced. Yeah, well, it's not too bad, really. Um, it sounds like a, a tricky number, but um, really, it's I'd much rather that than sort of one or two or one or two the second line. It sort of forces you into a bit of a tricky spot, and you rely on a lot of luck. Whereas out there, he can hopefully stay out of trouble and um, and just find his feet and then work out what he does from there. He follows out Kango, and just to its outside Mossdale Ben. Those two begin very quickly, so I think that could play into your favour. What, what would it mean for you, Nathan? Um, you've already tasted Group 1 success with your father, but this is the holy grail. This, this is the great race. To be able to win this and share that moment with your dad, it's going to be not only a career highlight, I would have thought, almost a lifetime highlight at this stage anyway. Yeah, it would be. Greg, it's... Um it's it's a race that everyone strives to win, obviously, and um, you know people can can go a lifetime and and not um, not have a winner in, in that race. So there's been a lot of a lot of great trainers that that um, that haven't won the race. So you know to have a horse like him in this race and and to be in with a chance, um, you know it's, it's a big deal. And you know there's a lot of pressure going into it that he's going to be right on the day and everything sort of falls falls into into the right places so uh yeah he's had a great prep and you know it's uh just a time 
to hopefully uh, he gets luck on the day and, and you know, if, if something like that did happen, it would be unbelievable. Nathan, it'll be an emotional time for the family of the late Ian Dobson. Um, he, of course, loved this horse and races in his lime green colours with the double C. And, of course, he won the cup back in 98 with double C, Christian Cullen. So there's there's a few, I suppose, leafs of paper to this story, isn't there? Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, it's something that would have been great to obviously have, uh, have Ian here, but I'm sure he'd be looking down and, and you know, hopefully cheering him, uh, cheering the horse on. And, uh, you know, it's a, he's just, obviously, uh, Ian had such a remarkable life um, in the racing game. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's good to, to have this horse. And, as I say, hopefully he can carry it on. All right, there's three group ones on the day. Let's talk about the Neville R final. You have Millwood Nike and Amora Infidia. Millwood Nike unbeaten in 15. Came to Addington Raceway last Monday because the track was very wet at your place. And, yeah, well, my, your dad said maybe you went a bit quicker than what he'd hoped. Therefore, when you went to the trial on the Wednesday, she was only really there just to follow them round. That's got to, I suppose, add confidence to the punters who might look at that trial, Nathan, and go, oh, she hasn't gone much good, and neither is Don't Stop Dreaming. But your dad pretty well explained that whole situation, and um, I think punters shouldn't lose confidence in either of those horses. No, definitely not. No, I can assure you that uh, Melbourne Nike is up to the task. You know, she's 110% right now, so uh, she'll uh, she'll still take a bit of beating, I would say. Look, she's an open-class mare isn't she? She's racing against her own age group, yes, but you guys have thought that for a long time, and you wouldn't be scared to take on the boys at any stage. That's what your dad's telling me. Is that how you feel? Oh, definitely, yeah. Her work here is, um, you know, you don't compare it to, to a three-year-old filly. You compare it to, to sort of cup horses, so, um, you know, she's she's got to take the next step, obviously, but um, you know, at the moment, she's she's the real deal, that's for sure. Nathan, you've got Amora and Fidia, and you've got young Cam Hart doing the steering. Uh, she'll need some luck from that wide front row draw, though, won't she? Yeah, she's a bit out of a depth there, Greg, but, uh, you know, she's it's obviously a great race to be a part of, and, um, you know, hopefully if she if she got the right trip, um, you know, if she's seen running on in the finish, that'd be great. Four chances in the Woodland Stud Sire Stakes final, a race that your dad's had such a big part to play in uh, since its inception. Uh, we walk by faith, he drives. 15's into 6.50. Major Hot Cam Hart. Uh, Vesem Blair Orange blinds on. Major Hot's a $41 chance. Vesem $4. And probably your best or the most exposed uh, in terms of form. Chase a dream outside second row. Olivia Thornley at around $5. Maybe $4 to be exact. What's the best of the four, Nathan? Um, well, there's probably not a lot between Vesem and Chaser Dream, um, apart from the barrier draw. Obviously, it, it favours Vesem, but uh, yeah, it probably all depends on how the races run, really. And, and you know, if, if Chaser Dream was out of any early burn and, and got a drag into the race, well, he, he's probably the one to beat. But if Vesem got his was used hard off the gate and, and could cross them and, and sort of have uh, have a cheap time, well. Yeah, you know, he's it makes him sort of the horse to beat. So, and yeah, there's not probably not a lot between those two, and and uh, you know, we walk by faith, and and Major Hodder are probably 
just behind them. But uh, you know, with the right trip, they've, they're all got a chance anyway. The Tab Junior free-for-all looks a classic two-horse battle here, and it probably will be in about three and a half weeks' time too. Merlin, trained by your dad's brother and your uncle, of course, and Barry Purden, and Scott Fearlin, takes on Don't Stop Dreaming. Barry is eight and nine. Don't Stop Dreaming's into $2.20. This is going to be a, a cracking contest, and all importantly, it's 2,600 metres, the derby distance. Yeah, well, he does thrive on that trip, really, Greg. So, um, you know, it's probably, it sort of separates him a little bit more rather than being a 1980. But, um, you know, he's, he's very versatile. He can run the gate or, or sort of come with one run like he showed it at Eddington that last win. So, um, you know, he's... He's where he needs to be, so he just needs a bit of racing luck on the night. All right, you've got a few other chances. Uh, Love struck Sinbad, Carrera Rapido, um, in the last race, Mon Lonkin. I thought the one that might offer the best value, though, Nathan, I'd love your your assessment of this, Franco Indy in race number six, inside second row, he's about $9. How's he going, the former size stakes winner? Well, he, he has... He's sort of really trained on this week from from his last run, so uh, you know his work couldn't have been any better at the moment. So I'd probably uh, be very disappointed if he couldn't put his best foot forward on Tuesday. I really appreciate your time, and I know how busy a morning it is, Nathan. Wish you, your dad, and the All Stars team all the very, very best uh, with your dozen odd runners that you've got in, and uh, appreciate you coming on this morning. No worries at all. Thank you very much, Greg.